0: Everett is the best there is at what he does, Bub. And what he does is the Hall of Justice podcast. Go, go, go with a smile.
1: I thought about opening this podcast with, but I don't know the Moon Knight theme. Welcome everybody to the Hall of Justice. This is episode two hundred eighty-three. Is there a Moonlight Night theme? I, I'm so confused by this show. We're uh, we going to review Moon Knight today uh, on this 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 uh, podcast and uh, returning to uh, help us review it. Uh, a man who we have picked only the weird Marvel shows to come on <laughs> this podcast. Uh, <laughs> he, of course, the stand up comedian, uh, great stand up comedian and also a podcaster in his own right. Uh, Eddie Pence is with us now. Again, Eddie, welcome back. How are hey, you? Seth.
0: Thanks for having me. I'm doing good.
1: No, I, I appreciate it. One thing about your career before we get into Moon. Um, is there somebody filming your stand-up more than ever before? Because you're posting clips now.
0: Well I <laughs> Everybody got on me about that. That
1: helps, right? That that helps sell you as a comedian, don't you? Apparently,
0: I I got on it about five years too late. Apparently, every everybody told me this Instagram Reels thing is like the thing you're supposed to be doing, in the TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't have any. I have my special. I put out, uh, uh, you know, Amazon, and like that's the thing I have got recently that's on that's been filmed. Everything else. These clips are like that I'm posting are like 5, 10, some are 15 years old. I'm oh, just really? chopping them up and throwing them out there. They're old. I mean, if you look at it, my hairline is in a different place <laughs> if you look at the video compared to a current photo. Well, but it's
1: inspected like, you know, <laughs> like I think you're nice and all but
0: Well, <laughs> thanks. I appreciate there's it. There's limits. <laughs> <laughs> well, also they're all in standard definition. <laughs> If you take a if you take a close look, because they were they were on TV uh, in the standard definition days,
1: right? Like during that, that winning time, the Lakers show, where yeah. they film stuff and make it really grainy on purpose, yeah. so it looks like it's from 1979. That's your yeah, clips. I,
0: I didn't have to do that on purpose. That's just the way they are. <laughs> Very but nice it's series. it's gets it's gets a lot of views. So and that's what people are doing now. So I'm throwing up and I don't want to put new material on there because I'm saving that to build a new hour. So I'm right, throwing sure. old clips up that I've already burned.
1: Ah, I see. I see. Yeah. I see. Very nice. Very nice. And of course, you uh, also host the uh, the Ralph Report, which stands on record. On, I've said it on this podcast <laughs> a number of times. It is the best podcast out there to wow. listen to. It is. Fantastic. And I will say, and I've told Ralph this uh, the last month of since my father's passing, uh, my mother has been selling her house. And so there's the apartment hunting and the packing and the things. And she's an hour away. You know, we're moving her closer. Right. But she's an hour away. So for at least another three weeks, getting in the car and listening to the podcast just puts you in a different place like listening to you try to say crap with the <laughs> tongue twisters and eat gefilte fish. <laughs> Literally just like, I forget all the nonsense about what I have to undertake. And it's just, it's done. It's done marvels that that show. I, I know you don't think so, but that show is on autopilot.
0: Oh, well, thanks. It's yeah. It's I mean, that's what we're there for is to give people an hour of reprieve. And that's kind of what we aim for. Like, we just did a live show last week uh, of the podcast, and unless we got you're to meet, listening
1: to this in the future, unless you're listening in the future, <laughs> let us know how the flying car is.
0: <laughs> End of April, we did a live show, and uh, it was we got to meet. It sold out very quickly. We got to meet, you know, a couple hundred of the listeners in person, mm-hmm. and you realized, I think, especially after this last two years, how isolated some people were. We were the only sort of connection they had to. The outside world in a way and you realize the profound effect you had on people's daily lives because we were in their daily lives sure for an hour every single day and it it really affected people in a in a positive way and i didn't realize that until i actually saw these people face to face
1: well and it's not you know it's not like at the end of an episode you're going oh that was interesting like it's just Okay, what's the next one? Like, where's the next one? It's just it's it's hysterical. Some of the dumb things you guys talk about (laughs) are so stupid, but it's so funny. Um, Meanwhile, uh, the show we're going to talk about today, and it's very weird because uh, we're recording this episode and Doctor Strange comes out in like two days. Yeah. And I remember you and I did this podcast and I feel like we're doing this again. I have that deja vu feeling (laughs) because we reviewed Loki about a week before Spider-Man came out. Yeah. And so there's this weird part of the Marvel meshing of the series and the, uh, t- the series and the films. And I think COVID had a major impact on that because if COVID doesn't hit, um, Doctor Strange probably comes out last year. Yeah. And so there's, there's no tie-in between Moon Knight and, and, and Doctor Strange. Right. However... Um, Moon Knight was a show, and I'm gonna say flat out, I had to watch it twice. I watched the whole series twice because the first time I watched it, all I kept saying was, "Huh?"
0: <laughs> it's there's a lot to unpack in that series. What?
1: Yeah. what? Why? Where? Who? And, and like I had, so I answered a lot of those questions before, and like I said to you uh, offline, I said I need extra time before the finale because. I just want to process this show better. Yeah. I, I think I owe it to the podcast to 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 really understand this. What was your take on the six episode series Moonlight? Give me an overview before we go episode by episode.
0: I mean, first of all, going into the show, I had no sort of expectations for because I was never. I mean, I'd watched. I read a couple Moonlight you know crossovers when he was in spider-man comics and stuff like that but i was never a big moon knight fan i didn't know much about the character to begin with and i know they sort of changed the stuff for this series so i didn't have any expectations going in um and when i first started watching it it was literally like i didn't know what to expect and then i think that's kind of what the series did is it kind of keeps you off kilter a little bit when you don't know what's reality what's going on in his head what's what's supernatural you don't know what is going on for several episodes
1: you know, I knew of New Moon Knight from the artwork. I'd seen artwork of him. Yeah. I knew yeah, who yeah. he was. And I just thought it looked really cool. That, yeah. that that was all. And you know, you know, Marvel, you know, brings those splash pages right onto the screen. And right. eventually they do that. Um, Oscar Isaac is a brilliant actor.
0: Dude, I have I already loved him as an actor, and this series took it to a completely different level. How amazing he was in this series. I mean,
1: he embodied two different characters. Right. I mean, he really played them. His mannerisms, his facial, you know, uh, uh, posture. Everything was different. He was a, a strapping, strong man when he was Mark. And he was this diminutive right. little mouse when he was Stephen. And it, it was amazing. It really was a testament to him.
0: It was two different people. It was amazing to watch.
1: And like they do this whole thing where they play you know the, the, you know ha- how they film you know an actor playing against themselves is always fascinating to yeah. me yeah the other character i i'm fascinated and i love voice actors and i love having voice actors on the show f Murray abraham oh, who is not yeah. a voice actor but wow he should be conchu. <laughs> he was I mean, great as conchu what a great voice and it's so funny because uh, he was in that show on apple plus uh, mythic quest i never saw he that he plays a sci-fi author And he just talks like that all the time. Oh, it was a dark and stormy
0: night. Such a great voice, such a great voice.
1: Such a great voice. What a great piece of casting. I usually, you know, always say whenever there's a voice actor needed, like get a voice actor. Like Phil Lamar should do that. You know what I mean? Like get get a voice person. But in this circumstance, uh A-list casting. I, I I thought everybody. I mean, we, we can go one by one, but the reality is I thought everybody was uh, it was incredibly well acted. It's incredibly cinematic. It's gorgeous to look at. It was shot beautifully, like from a production standpoint. It's great. And it comes back down to the plot. I i, I, I didn't I didn't embrace the plot. And
0: I mean, it's, I, it, it does it's get gorgeous a little mud- to watch. It's right.
1: fun to watch. But at the end of it, I'm going, huh?
0: <laughs> it gets a little muddled there in the in the middle when you don't know where you are. And then especially when you end up in uh, um, What's Ethan Hawke's character, uh, Harrow's when uh, they when Oscar Isaac is in the office, that white office and he's he's at the uh, oh, in the, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. psychiatric ward yeah. and Let's, you're like,
1: we'll get you're to like that. where yeah. are you? So yeah, where <laughs> are you? What what is he doing? Right. right, he plays Arthur Harrow. Um May Calluma oh,
0: yeah, I'm not <laughs> Don't, don't, even,
1: don't, even, don't even. don't even bother. Kalamaui. No, hold on. I can. I can do it. Um uh the, the young lady who plays Layla, um may Kalamaui? Yeah. Um I believe she uh and, and and Layla is the Scarlet Scarab. Yes. And that that you know that that's a whole big to do also like and, and again, comic book people, you know, diehard, deep cut comic book people knew all this.
0: Well, I mean, she was retconned. I mean, in, in the comics, her father is the Scarlet Scarab. It's a man. Uh,
1: okay. So
0: she's not technically the Scarlet Scarab in the, com- in the comic book. So there is a little bit. They have changed a few things. So. But,
1: all right. Yeah. I mean,
0: but she, I mean he, he eventually does pass the mantle down to his son, I believe, not her.
1: In the comics, You're in the saying, comics, this is all in the comics. This
0: is all in the comics, the, the origin of the character. So they've sort of changed that for the series, which is great because she was fabulous in that role.
1: And I didn't even know that part of it. And like I said, I I, I give myself a solid B plus when it comes to comics. And this was not my thing. I mean, it, it, but again, it's, it doesn't mean it's something I didn't want to see. Um, the interesting uh, aspect about it is you have to explain this to me. <laughs> I'll try. Um, um, Mark and Stephen yeah. don't know about each other's existence. They know something's going on, but they don't know anything. Was it something mystical that allowed Stephen to see Mark?
0: I think Mark knew, about Stephen. He, Mark Mark knew about Stephen. Didn't Mark knew about Stephen? Yeah, Mark knew about Stephen. Stephen didn't know about Mark. Mark knew about Stephen uh, and yeah at some some point I think they explained it in the fifth episode uh, Stephen became aware of Mark of some event happened that made him sort of that made the two personalities sort of you know come together they were so separate before and so but yeah but Mark had created Stephen and Stephen knew, Stephen eventually learned who Mark was and found out that he is was a creation of Mark.
1: If I put a gun to your head, you couldn't repeat that.
0: No, not at all. I don't know that, <laughs> but I I know in my head that it makes right. sense. But I right. can't verb, But Mark created Stephen. Stephen did not know of Mark. There. <laughs>
1: uh huh. Um, episode one, you meet Stephen, and yeah. like this, this show is more about Stephen's life and the disassociated disassociation between the two and the lost time and not understanding. And, you know, who's the Layla and, and, you know, why does she call him Mark? And, you know, he doesn't know any of those things. Yeah. And then you meet Ethan Hawke's character and Ethan Hawk like y- y- you're you just, you're bouncing from place to, place to place to place to place. And it's just like, it's what? a
0: super disorienting show for the first I think you have to watch all, you, it's not something where you're saying like, oh, I got this episode, let me go on the next one. It's sort of like, it doesn't all really tie into each other until you watch all six episodes together.
1: But is it the same feeling you got after WandaVision?
0: No. Wanda, I kind of, well. Cause, cause, and is it, it because
1: what? you know Wanda and you know Vision and you don't know this guy?
0: Well, I know going into WandaVision, you know, in the comic books, Wanda created her own reality at one point. So you could tell, you knew where they were pulling from. So you knew Wanda. This place that Wanda was in was sort of this own reality she had created. Going into Moon Knight, I had no idea. Like I said, I had no idea who the character really was. And I know Marvel sort of added some new twists and turns with this character that weren't necessarily from the comic book to sort of almost like they well, did they kind of G. Iron Man it, right? They like did. They
1: they, they, they uh, you know tried to, to try to make Iron Man interesting. They made it you know they 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 put him in the Middle East, you know, and they, right. and they and and like Shang-Chi and
0: that. the Ten Rings never came together, those are two right. separate things, and they brought those together to make right. it more fit into the MCU, which is what I think they've done with Moon Knight.
1: Right? Um, when Ethan Hawk is explaining to Stephen, uh, who Amit is, does that intrigue you? I, I, again, i I have no bias, no prejudice, I just was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and why will, is an egyptian goddess bad and why do i presume that the egyptian goddess is bad
0: well only because it's sort of the thing where it's like where she was she judges you before you even do the crime so you she eliminates the possibility of choice whereas Kanju okay. is like once you make the choice you're judged on it whereas uh harrow's Ammit, Ammit, the goddess Amit, she judges you before you do it. It's sort of like uh that uh what's that Tom Cruise movie? Uh where he they 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 saw the future and then they they would arrest you with you before you even committed the crime.
1: Oh, oh the um minority report.
0: Minor it's sort of a minority report situation where yeah, it's like yeah. you're gonna die. Where I'm judging you right now for a crime you may commit in the future.
1: I am very pleased that I knew what you were talking about. Oh, there we go. I'm I feel very satisfied with that. I <laughs>
0: But that's what I as soon as they were talking about that. Okay, this makes sense now. It's Minority Report.
1: Okay. (laughs) Then episode two, they're on this this quest, and he's bouncing all over the place, and and he you know he's going into Egypt, and he's not going into Egypt, and you you know at the end of it, he's in Egypt. Yeah. But um, you know, Layla comes into the fold, and they're they're fighting these bad guys, and. But I think I know Scarab involved. And and again, well, it's a GPS disappears for three episodes.
0: I think what it did, the series does as a whole, and I think you actually it's hard to break the series down episode by episode, because what it does is for the first three, if not four episodes, you are just as confused as Steven is because of this multiple personality situation you're going you're waking up in a different place and you're going and you're blacking out and then coming to in an another different place so it's sort of like the series is sort of taking you on this journey of what's like to almost be uh someone who suffers from this affliction of multiple personalities you're like where the what the hell is going on i don't know what's happening and right, then but I, I guess what i'm asking is,
1: is how much of this is supernatural and how much of this is in steven's head
0: that was the question I had, too, through the whole episode. And it sort of got answered there at the, in that final episode where I, I kind of said, OK, this was in his head. This was real. This was supernatural.
1: Right. The hippopotamus was real, right?
0: Yeah. The supernatural aspect of it.
1: Right. Yes. Right. Right. OK. So so then at the end, um, Khonshu threatens he's going to you know, take Layla if if Mark, you know, doesn't get the job done. Right, and that's the whole summon the suit, and yeah. you and you see that the two Moon Knight suits. You know, you see it for a second in episode one, but now you understand it and you see it in all its glory. And the weird part is that when he's Stephen, it's like a three piece suit. <laughs> and well, because superhero costume. Because
0: Stephen said. Because Steven more. thought when he heard "Summon the Suit," he he pictured suit. Because Steven is this little guy, this little meek guy who's this bookworm who's a, who's into history. And, but he's and strong. When, right. Well, when he has the Moon Knight powers, he's Mr. Knight. And when Layla told him to summon the suit, he's like, suit? Okay. And he summoned, in his mind, the suit, which was a three-piece suit.
1: My head hurts. <laughs> um,
0: but I got that part. And I thought that was funny. Okay.
1: So then, they, they, then it, you know, at the end of episode two, they're in Egypt. Right. And the, the, so now they're in this desert and you know there's the, the, the you know they meet the the, the the challenge of the gods and is it three or four no, no the four is the tomb that's the one i had a bigger problem with but three he's on this journey and that it's when they meet the guy on the horse and they're watching the thing and, right. and, and it's just you're you're in a totally different place than episode right. one and right. i'm just thinking to myself like I'm less, I'm barely interested in the Stephen Mark dynamic. And now you're introducing all of these gods and all of these things, sarcophagus fragments into a star map.
0: I get it. That stuff to me is where you start to like, you start to like, just like, get you know, glaze over and you're like, I don't know what's happening.
1: But it's not, it's not a lack of knowing. It's a lack of caring.
0: Right. I think that comes from the being so disoriented in the first few episodes. Like, I don't understand. You're trying to puzzle together what's happening and whether or not this series does that for everybody. I don't know if it intrigues people enough to want to keep putting the pieces together to get through it. For me, it did. I was fascinated by the by the whole thing. Tell me, explain,
1: but sell that to me, like explain to me the fascinating part of this of, of episodes three and four, this journey. There's this part in four there yeah. uh Steven That's the Indiana Jones in.
0: episode,
1: right? Well, right, they go into yeah. this this tomb and he is amazed by all this. And my reaction is, you know none of that's real. This is a Hollywood set and I, I, I don't I don't know, like maybe you know, I compare when, when I think of comic book series, I yeah. still say that like Daredevil and Jessica Jones are the gold standard. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier was grounded like that, yes. And and this is just over the top. Like this reminds me of Eternals. In a I way, thought it was amazing that Disney Plus kept getting to me to rewatch Eternals after every episode. And I'm thinking to myself, "Well, yeah, of course, because it's the same other nonsense people that are." It's like there's a test at the end of the at, at the end of the show.
0: Well, I'm I'm fascinated how. In the MCU is going to incorporate the Eternals into whatever history they've spun here with Moon Knight because you're talking Egyptian gods and according to Eternals Eternals have been there since the beginning of time and did all this stuff that apparently these Egyptian gods already did so at, at some point did the Egyptian gods kick the Eternals out of Egypt I mean why, where are the Eternals in all of I don't know how they're going to shoehorn eternals into and do you think that whatever that mythos they've created here.
1: Like, could you do an Easter egg and, and like address that? You don't even need a camera. I was waiting for it.
0: I was waiting the whole ep- the whole series. I was waiting because once they start going in these Egyptian gods and Selma Hayek shows up. That's what I was I was waiting for some sort of thing, some sort awesome. of Easter egg to the Eternals just to make this make sense because you've gotten two split worlds now. Right. And from what see, I understand, these are all the same this is all in the same multiverse.
1: See what I think of Moon Knight, I think like he's gonna come into the city, you know, in in, in, in nighttime and all of a sudden he's going to, you know, just wreck havoc, kind of right. like a Batman.
0: Which is what he kind of was in the comic books. It, right? Yeah. He was sort of like a Batman in the comic books, yeah. From from my limited knowledge of Moon Knight being in, you know, crossover episode in crossover issues but like this is like i said marvel went a whole different way with this and
1: episode four he's never moon knight
0: yeah they, they hide the costume from you quite a bit in the series you don't really get full on you get it in episode three at the sarcophagus you get to see the full powers of moon knight and then i don't you really don't get a lot of moon knight till episode six, six. yeah right, really made four it about and this-
1: five right so in four at the end he's shot and there's. 15 minutes left in this episode when he's shot and right. you go into the psychiatric health, uh, hospital and in the hospital all the people in the hospital the doctors the nurses the patients yeah. are all people he knows
0: right they've been throughout the episode throughout and, the then, series. and
1: then there's a hippopotamus
0: yes and she's the god was to, 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 <laughs> that towel Toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I have it written down here somewhere no, yeah, tower, ta- tower, it, tower, it. tower it. And she, uh she's the uh a goddess of childbirth is what and fertility. You get
1: When you yeah. uh get ribs at a Chinese restaurant,
0: they give you a towel, <laughs> a moist towelette. <laughs> but she sort of she sort of carries you through the underworld while you're being judged. And then if your heart is balanced, you go to the field of reeds and that's heaven. And so right now the, that that psychiatrical was sort of a purgatory where you're just sort of waiting. To be moved right. On. And then it
1: goes into like Loki yes. mode where it's just yeah. a bunch of sitting around talking and and then you start going in these flashbacks and Mark doesn't want to go. And Steven does. And that's when you learn that Steven, uh, that Mark yeah. created Steven and this tragic you know, loss of his brother. And it's it's, it's incredibly sad and it's incredibly dark. It's very dark. Yeah, very. The belt. But it takes yeah. you in again now a third place that has third. nothing to do with the third with, with episodes three and episode one. Like if if you skipped around, like if this was like old timey television, right. and you like couldn't VCR tape, and, and like <laughs> this wasn't on a streaming service, and you saw episodes one and five, like I said, well, the same
0: series. The What's Duke
1: happening? boys are nowhere near Hazard County here. <laughs>
0: Where the Duke was running drugs in Guatemala, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> but it's, but it's three. I mean, there's three distinct personalities to Mark Spector, and so you're going to these three different. Like it's everywhere. Same time as they bring it back together because it all is in one person. And I I thought it was fat. That episode really was one of the most fascinating episodes of any Marvel series I'd ever seen, just because of how heavy that was. And you know he he was responsible for the Despots brother, his mother. We watched Jessica Jones.
1: It. Rewatch Jessica Jones. That's well, yeah, that's well. I, I think,
0: yeah. well, I think all those heavy. all those Netflix ones are. It's a different tone than yeah, yeah. So but much Jessica darker.
1: Jones with the yeah. with the, the 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 PTSD from being yes. mind controlled. Yeah. No, is, I you know, those that's yeah those pretty are pretty dark level. too. You know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, when, uh, when Jessica kills Luke Cage's wife. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. That's no, I agree. Crazy. There are, but I, again, I don't consider those. I know those might have been folded into the MCU, but to me, those are a separate thing from whatever the MCU. See, is.
1: I always thought, see, I look at it as the sum of its parts. And supposedly, you know, I don't, I'm not even going to say this is a spoiler because it's just a rumor. Um, the Inhumans TV show. Yeah. Supposedly, the guy who plays Black Bolt is in Doctor Strange.
0: Well, it makes sense he's in the Illuminati in the comic books.
1: No, 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 but but that's the Inhumans show that was on ABC in the summertime. I know, but <laughs> But what 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 they're doing, what they're doing <laughs> is they are bringing eight, agents of shield counts. Yeah. Agents of shield counts, Daredevil counts. It all counts, Iron Fist counts, all that stuff counts.
0: Yeah. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man it. counts. All this stuff counts. Everything it, MCU, everything Marvel counts now love it i love it too
1: i love love that i i I love i love that because what i used to say about agents of shield for like three years because i i'm a completist right it's why i I don't see james bond movies because i'd have to see 30 james bond movies
0: and who's got the time
1: right who's got that kind of time i used to call agents of shield the big homework assignment yeah i because it it, it, it was arduous it was it was like again it was like These these network shows going twenty two episodes and they were going all over the place, and there were like five moments that were connected. Right, but in Agents of Shield, when there's a hostage situation, and two of the agents turn on the television to see what the latest on the hostage situation, and you know how like the news networks have those crawls on the bottom, yeah, the
0: ticker or whatever at the bottom. Yeah, and
1: on the bottom of the ticker, it was Wilson Fisk is going to be arraigned
0: right oh you're oh, oh, like oh it's all the same <laughs> it's all the same
1: yeah, and my only complaint is why doesn't thor know that colson's alive it bothers me to no end i understand yeah they should have figured out that colson was alive and you know but but other than that those shows count so like i like the idea i know we are way off a of moon night <laughs> but But just the idea that Marvel is all connected, like it's all part of it so that, you know, this is just a chapter in a book.
0: Yeah, that's that's what
1: the the MCU is this massive novel. And these are just chapters.
0: And that's the brilliant thing with the MCU has done, especially with this multiverse splinter, is they have taken all every single IP of Marvel. And now apparently the 90s cartoon x-men is also part of this
1: book it's a rumor like, that's a it's rumor. a rumor
0: but i'm saying like they're making every ip every iteration of the marvel ip count and it's it's a brilliant thing to do because that was always my big issue with all superhero movies is like you'd have the superhero movie and then that was it okay well that's it that's a separate thing and now we'd have another another superhero movie and nothing's connected now everything in some way is connected and i, I just, it's, it's fascinating
1: yeah the only thing about you know since since you go there I I read that story too that Patrick Stewart plays the guy not from the X-Men movies right then don't have him be Patrick Stewart
0: yeah they could have cast someone else just cast somebody
1: else and and have him be the guy from the cartoon
0: but in that one clip you see his hand on the yellow hover wheelchair and you're like oh that's gotta be 90s
1: maybe cartoon
0: Patrick Stewart or uh, Professor X
1: but if I see Patrick Stewart I'm gonna say he he did Yeah. He did all the things that I saw him do, right? You know, we're not what you think. You know that, so, that those great movies. You know, like yeah. it, it, you, you're tying all, all of this in. It, it do they do too much back to Moon Knight? Do yeah, they yeah. do too much in the Psych Ward? Is it too much? You depart from your plot. Like, remember, we haven't mentioned Ethan Hawke. Now we're talking about these gods. Now we don't. Yeah going on
0: this quest i think now what? my one complaint about the series is i think you in the middle like i said it gets muddled in the middle because you go away from the main plot of Ethan Hawke trying to resurrect the god amit and whole sort of thing you're following and you sort of lose that because you do spend so much time dealing with mark and Stephen and them trying to come together and in the psych ward in his head, and like you you deal with all of that right in the middle of this episode and right in the middle of the series. So you do lose everything. You don't really get the to connect with Ethan Hawke's character, trying to bring back Ahmed and what he's trying to do. And you lose a lot of that. Totally. And to me, that sucks because you can't, you don't have a good bad guy. You don't have a great villain. And every hero needs that great villain to go up against. And you never really get to feel that.
1: But that's why I thought that the whole disassociative stuff is the more interesting aspect of this. And then once they go on this quest, it just kind of gets pushed aside. I thought the great moment is when they're separated and then they go on these various journey together. And I thought that was neat and how you discover that Steven was created. And like I I dug all that.
0: But I did too. It
1: took such a long time to get there. And again, like what happened to Steven's job? How did Steven <laughs> get hired? Right. Where's that girl that he stood up? Like what happened? Well, to that I person? think
0: that girl, I think Jake Lockley asked that girl out. Because mm-hmm. Mark was married and Steven wouldn't have the guts to do that. So I think that was Jake. It was oh, a Jake it yeah, Jake Lockley? Yeah, Jake Lockley. Jake
1: Lockley. Yeah. Jake I think, Lockley is the third guy. Yeah, they drop you hints the in very, there. Very end. You they drop hints in the there
0: throughout the whole series that. There's this, yeah, where he blinks guy. his
1: eyes and all of a sudden seven people are dead,
0: right? But I'm thinking even more, to, even more subtle stuff like that the girl who got stood up. I think that was Jake Lockley that asked her out because that, that Mark is married and Stephen wouldn't have right. the guts to do that.
1: But Stephen did have the guts to kiss Layla,
0: yes, but that's showing his growth and his development as a character and becoming more confident. The effect that Mark is having on him
1: that's a but that's. <laughs>
0: Where Stephen has an effect on Mark, but Mark's
1: looking through the mirror, going, "You kissed my wife, huh, buddy?"
0: And then he punches himself in the face. (laughs) That was pretty good. That was pretty good.
1: What about um, all the gods have avatars, and they all look like like every extra actor that you've ever (laughs) every
0: under five person in Hollywood.
1: Like it just was, you know, brought into a a whole bunch of people.
0: Right, and that's another thing. Where I like, I think they. You, you don't you only get like a small little smidgen of that. You don't really get to see these right. these that's other gods not are
1: fleshed out. That's, that's not, not fleshed, fleshed out, out but, at all. Right.
0: And you're you're missing out on this. There's a, these Egyptian gods are walking the earth and like I think uh, Ethan Hawke's character says that in episode six. He's like we're going to show humanity what the Egyptian. Go- I forgot what the line was, but it's he says something like we're going to show the world what the these gods have been hiding or something like that. And so that was interesting to me that there, he's like, he's getting ready to expose the world to these Egyptian gods. And it's just fascinating that they're still walking the earth, but we lose all that. That's, that's barely touched upon.
1: And for a show that goes through all these twists and turns that you didn't see coming, you kind of saw coming. The Mark goes to rescue Stephen from like, like sand trap or whatever yeah. that was. Uh, you just kind of knew like they, they weren't moving on. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't moving on to then say, "Okay, like at the end of this series, one of those uh, those personalities is just gone."
0: Right. They're. I mean, you you know you knew he was coming back. You knew they were going to work together. It's like it, they spent a lot of time there. For, I don't know. I don't know why they spent so much time on that aspect of it because you knew it was going to happen, and there's other things that I that would have been more interesting to see fleshed out, to me anyway.
1: And then. Uh, she Layla gets her own person. She's, she's with uh, Taurette.
0: Yeah. Comes a Scarlet Scarab.
1: The Scarlet Scarab. It's a cool outfit. I mean, and I like there's one part where the one a little girl Wonder says, Woman-esque. Well, yeah, a little Wonder Woman, yeah. but she says, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she says, I am.
0: Yeah, which is kind of cool. So. But we'll see. I'm, I'm interested to see what the third Moon night's going to look like because in the comics he also has a black and white outfit it's not all white So
1: that's the jake lockley so i'm
0: assume i was hoping we would see the black and white moon knight outfit but maybe i guess they're saving that for season two or a movie
1: my attitude is i'm glad it happened
0: you know what i mean like i'm
1: glad that i'm glad that it it exists
0: Yeah, I'm glad this character is now in the MCU and we we have it established and we've been through it. Now we know what it is, but we don't have to go through it again.
1: What are we comparing it to? Are we comparing it to the other Disney shows?
0: But like you said to begin, this felt very cinematic. This almost felt more cinematic than any of the other Disney shows, to me anyway. Right. Like the other ones felt sort of like a limited series TV show. This one felt like a film in six parts, to me anyway.
1: Yeah, I, I don't It felt think.
0: very cinematic. And especially the way it built up to a giant CGI fight at the end.
1: Are we comparing it to here? These are the, the, the series so far. Marvel, has, it, since the creation of the Marvel Universe, uh, for ABC, they created Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, and Inhumans. Yeah. All three in continuity. Uh, for Netflix, it was Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, and The Punisher. Uh, Did you see Runaways and Cloak and Dagger?
0: I did not see Runaways or Cloak and Dagger.
1: Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, Hellstrom, which was a horror film. Yeah. That was another uh, series. And then there's WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight.
0: Is MODOK in there? The animated MODOK series? Does
1: MODOK count?
0: Does MODOK count? The Patton Oswalt voiceover MODOK? I don't
1: know. I mean... I don't know that... It's a Hulu it, series. I know, but I don't know that animation is connected. Like, you know, the Ultimate Spider-Man series doesn't count. And, right. You know, the, like, there's, there's the Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes or whatever show. Right. You know what I mean? Like, those kind of have its own thing. I, what I'm thinking is, like, where does Moon Knight rank in your mind? I think Moon Knight is better than Loki.
0: Um, I mean, there's more action to it. I know you really did not like Loki. I enjoyed Loki because I, for one, I love the character Loki and two, what I think it's going to do going forward to the MCU.
1: I think my so, favorite is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think Hawkeye's number two, Wanda's number three, Moon Knight four, and Loki five.
0: I would go... <laughs> If I'm breaking them, I would. It's a toss-up between WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier for me. Like I love those two series for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, then I would throw Loki in there, and then I would probably go Hawkeye, and then Moon Knight. But I liked, my, but I like them all. I like Moon Knight too. But like, I didn't have as much fun watching this because I was trying to figure it out the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like Hawkeye, I was just along for the ride. I just had a fun yeah. time watching that show.
1: No, I loved, I loved Hawkeye. I, I but, thought Hawkeye was great. Um you know one note on wandavision since we're here yeah. and we're first guessing doctor strange as we we put a bow on this yeah. uh show i'm on record as saying i just i want this note. this is not a spoiler from the movie <laughs> i'm on record as saying okay as great a series as wandavision is yeah she should not have been allowed to go away at the end and if She's more powerful than we all realize. They at least have to try and right. detain her. Now, in a perfect world, that's where Doctor Strange
0: comes in and should have. He should have come should in have. there and but taken at the her end,
1: away. When she looks at um, uh, uh, Rambo and she says, and she says, they don't look at me. They'll, they'll never look at me the same again. Yeah, because you fucking kidnapped
0: them. Yeah. Like torture them for a month. Or however long it was.
1: So and then when in the trailer of Doctor Strange, when he says, Oh, I'm not here to talk about Westview, why the hell not?
0: <laughs> that seems pretty big. But maybe that's how big this multiverse thing is is that's happened that's taking place. like that's so gigantic, we can't even talk about this other massive thing that happened.
1: I I I am I'm, I'm on record. I want it <laughs> noted for noted. the record. When you see Doctor Strange, I want it noted that the, the hall of justice podcast said Wanda should have been at least attempted to be detained.
0: Yeah, that, and that's that's my biggest complaint about the WandaVision is Doctor Strange did not come in at the end and try to contain her or at least remove her from the situation to protect her, her and then the people, totally. which is what Doctor Strange would have done, and I think was totally. supposed to do. Totally, but they changed it. Totally. Yeah, it would have made that series. It would have put a good bow on that series, but
1: well, it's just you have all these heroes.
0: Yeah. What, like do, no one's coming what in. do heroes do? I mean, I get Iron Man's out of the picture, but there's some other I guys bought, around.
1: I bought your, 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 your rationale. I, I, I bought your whole show with the made-up town and everything. Yeah. But those people were real. Yeah. And they were kidnapped. There has to be some kind of penance for that. And what I have suspected is that part of this multiverse crap that Dr. Strange is dealing with is Wanda searching for her made up kids?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that's part of it too. And I think this is you know Wanda's going to turn. That's my prediction.
1: Maybe, maybe. So maybe. All right. Well, we'll be putting clips out on us uh, on Eddie Pence's TikTok of this podcast <laughs> because he needs content from twenty content man
0: <laughs> instead of two thousand six.
1: Instead of 2006, we need at least 60 <laughs> seconds of him explaining who, who the fuck Moon Knight is.
0: I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but I enjoyed it.
1: I, I See, that's the thing. I didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate it. I'm so grateful. I saw it twice. Yeah. And the second time I liked it a lot more, but I'm still, I, I'm still After- like where did you go like why are you doing all but i this? think
0: that's part of the the beauty of that series is it does keep you disoriented because that is the life of mark specter and kevin or uh, not his, Kev, uh steven i think that's their existence so you sort of kevin, take that there's journey.
1: another there's another I,
0: guy i said, I said kevin <laughs> he's a rugby player um <laughs> No, but I just think it's it, you, you go on that journey with them. They're so disoriented in their, in their head. So you sort of take that ride with them. And I think there's a payoff at the end of the series. Moon's now in the MCU and Oscar Isaac's amazing. And I can't wait to see those three, Jake, uh, Stephen, and Mark all deal with each other. I think it's going to be whenever, if it's another series, if it's season two, or if he's just now going to be in the movies, whatever it is, I can't wait to see him pop up again.
1: Right. And it's not going to be a secret. It's not going to just pop up out of nowhere. Right. They They, they, they haven't been able to hide too much. No, I mean but. they're teasing all kinds of things left and right. So they're
0: letting a lot of stuff out in the in the Doctor Strange trailer. I mean, I, if they're hiding stuff, I can't. It's going to be incredible read, what they're hiding.
1: I read one review that there is one cameo that is no that nobody knows.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's all I've heard.
0: That's all I've heard. I'm yeah. trying to avoid as much. I'm as not. I
1: I'm not going there. Well, I will say uh, that's where TikTok. I'm going to stay off TikTok for at least three more days. Because when Spider Man came out, there was one TikTok. You're gonna miss some I saw there. some guy going, so one one clip going, I can't believe that, and it was like some guy with his cell phone filming the scene where Tobey Maguire shows, oh. shows up, and I I just stared at it. I was like, what is this? And the algorithm of TikTok <laughs> knows that, yeah. and then showed me everything, everything. with. Spider-Man. Oh, you like this, huh? I saw the whole movie. Oh man! But I successfully uh, have uh, created my TikTok. First of all, just by putting in that you're a, a male and in your 40s, it immediately gives you every scantily clad woman.
0: You get a world. lot of boobs. There are a lot of boobs on TikTok. A lot,
1: a lot of boobs on TikTok. But yeah. now I've cultivated my my uh, algorithm that it gives me uh, Night Rider clips. Went from um, boobs to michael knight it gives me it gives me a lot of knight rider clips it gives me a lot of old tv themed songs i love oh, nice. them Nice, like uh like uh you know when captain america throws his mighty shoes <laughs> like that those i get those and i get um susanna Hoffs from the bangles as a tiktok wow. and holland oates and i like everything they put out because i want more of them and every Monday, she says <laughs> Manic Monday. And I think it's brilliant. I, I That's mean, it's, amazing.
0: It's very
1: cool. It, you can manipulate TikTok.
0: The it apparently has the most boob, honest. The
1: occasional boobs.
0: Well, yeah, you are a man still. <laughs> but it does have the most honest algorithm, apparently. It's what it I've is,
1: heard. It's the most it's, intense al- algorithm. Yeah. It's the most intense. Uh, how can people find you online? What's your TikTok handle?
0: Uh, Eddie, but it's different than my Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, and Twitter Whoa. is at Eddie Pence. Okay. My TikTok is Eddie underscore Pence. Whoa! Yeah, I had to add the underscore because, because.
1: Somebody, somebody. No, because I
0: cr- it. I created an at Eddie Pence like years ago, and I never oh. used, it and I forgot how to log into it. So there there is an at Eddie Pence. I just can't get into. It. <laughs> so I that'll do
1: to- it for this episode of the Hall of Justice. <laughs> Good night, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Next week, Doctor Strange. We'll see you then.